What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Welcome to BWHL Recap. Tonight's program. Well, isn't this a surprise? Isn't this a surprise? Like, wow. Toronto and New York? Who shuts out who tonight? Let's talk about it right now on DWHL Recap. Let's get the music going and let's get it started. Welcome to Sports for Beginners. This is the show I cover the Pittsburgh Penguins, Toronto Blue Jays, and more, including taking you on a journey through the world of sports from the fans' perspective. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. Let's have some fun, shall we? It's their first ever win. It's their first ever win in the PWHL at home. And guess what? They did exactly what they did exactly what they did exactly what New York did to them. A couple days ago. When they met in the same area. They played in. Tonight. That they played in. On January 1st. When the season got started. Like. What up? What is up, everybody? What's up, Toronto fans? What's up? Hmm. New York fans, what's up, PWHL Nation? My name is Scott McGregor. Welcome to another edition of PWHL Recap. And another edition of a New York and Toronto Recap. Last time these two teams met at the Madame Athletic Center, it was Toronto getting shut out by a final score of 4-0 to in favor of New York on New Year's Day. This time, Toronto gets the W. 
at the Madame Athletic Center in Toronto, Ontario tonight. And we have got so much to get into right now. So let's not waste any time and get into it, beginning with, in terms of our summary, let's get into it with the penalties. We'll get into the penalties first as part of our opening segment here. Because that's how things got started. We'll continue with the penalties in the second and third period. When we get to the goals as well. Which happened in the, in the third and second period. So, who got penalized in the first period? Well... First period penalties go to Maggie Connors for Toronto. She is called She is called off to the box for interference. It's a two minute penalty to <clears throat> it's a two-minute penalty to Maggie Connors. Two minutes for interference. At two minutes and one second in. Jay Downey Landry. Number 27 of the... New York team is getting called for tripping 12 minutes and 34 seconds later in the first period. That's Jade Downey Landry. And then Emma Maltese, she receives a boarding penalty, so another number 27 this time it's toronto and at 15 minutes and 31 seconds in it's emma maltese number 27 getting called for boarding scoreless after 20 minutes In the second period, scoreless, no more. But wait, we have a penalty. As Sarah Nurse, number 20 for Toronto, is called two minutes for hooking. This penalty at 14 minutes and 10 seconds. 16 minutes and 31 seconds later, it's 
Toronto with the goal. This is called their game-winning goal, but it's also the only goal they would score in the second period. At 16 minutes and 31 seconds later, it is Natalie Spooner, number 24, with the opening goal of the game, her fourth of the season and first of the night. Speaking of firsts, this would be assisted by number 34, Hannah Miller, her first assist of the season. And number 12, Ali Monroe, her second assist of the season. This would be followed by, at the 16 minute and 44 second mark, a penalty to New York number 13, Alexandra Labella. Labelle, Alexandra Labelle. Hopefully I have that right. If I promise, if I did that wrong, I apologize. The call is two minutes for tripping. It comes at 16 minutes and 44 seconds. Rebecca Leslie goes to the penalty box during that timeline. And we've got four on four hockey. As number 19, Rebecca Leslie receives a two minute hooking minor at 17 minutes and 37 seconds in the second period. After 40, it's Toronto 1, New York 0. To the third period we go, where? The only penalty taken in the period would be a penalty to New York number 11, Abby Rope, two minutes for body checking at 11 minutes and 14 seconds. And then 13 minutes and 26 seconds later, it's Natalie Spooner again. It's Natalie Spooner again. Her second of the night, second of the game, and fifth of the season for Natalie Spooner. She puts Toronto up 2-0. to zero. This time getting assists by number three, Jocelyn, La- Jocelyn LaRock, her third assist of the season. And number 22, Maggie Connors. That's Maggie's second assist of the season. And prior to the end of the game, head coach of New York, Howie Draper, polls Kareen Schroeder at 17 minutes and 52 seconds. And wouldn't you know it, Toronto gets even. With New York, 
and grabs their first home victory. Yes, their first home victory. On home ice. So it's not their first victory of the PWHL season, but it is their first home win. And I guess, and I guess you could say it, it was forthcoming. That's only their second W overall. So they are two, five, and zero. No overtime losses. They got the first ever shootout win in PWHL history. And that was in one of their last five games. Speaking of which, when we look at the head-to-head here, and we'll do that quickly now that we got the goals and penalties out of the way. In the first meeting, New York shut out Toronto 4-0 to back on January 1st, 2024. But then, on January 5th, a special day for the host of On the Ice and Behind the Benches and myself, a story for another time. It was Toronto doing exactly what they did to New York this time at home tonight, but they did it just like New York did it to them when they were playing at home on January 1st. Tonight, they got even when they play New York at at home. Beating New York two to zero after getting shut out four to zero when they last played at the Madame Athletic Center on January first, twenty twenty four. So what a difference a couple days makes despite the fact that these two teams played on Monday, January 1st, and New York took home the W. They then played again on the Friday, just three days after they played, four days after actually, 
after they played in the opener and the first puck drop of PWHL hockey. And, well, fast forward to Friday, January 26, 2024. And guess what? New York did it to us when we when, when we were the home team. Guess what? We just got even. <laughs> All right. Well, yes, you did, Toronto. Yes, you did. The final score again, New York 0, Toronto 2. What a way to win this game at the Madame Athletic Center. And I got to tell you, fans, it must have been well-deserved for Toronto to get this W. And I honestly cannot think of a better way. I cannot think of a better way to do this. All right. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, it's time in our middle segment for the stars of the game. Three stars of the game. And as we always do on this show, without using audio, we're going to pick out a play of the game. And of course, we've got game pucks of the game coming up in our final segment. We'll look around at the upcoming games, including the final couple of games in action for January. And of course, we'll wrap it all up with our closing segment in the wake of our Portion when we're talking about the upcoming games in the PWHL, our next PWHL recap show, and our final thoughts on this game with some podcast content notice. If you're joining us from Pittsburgh and you're waiting for Penguin Post Game, or you decided to check us out after Penguins Post Game. A reminder that I host that show, but because I'm doing PWHL recap on the night the Penguins are playing, our good friend Thomas McGregor will be in the studio to bring you Penguins and Cats as soon as that game goes final. To be more specific, that is the Florida Panthers taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
We'll be back with more right after this. You're listening to PWHL Recap, and we'll be right back. Toronto wins it 2-0 as they grab their first win at home. But only victory number two. Yes, I said only victory number two on the season. We're back with more in a moment. Hello? How are you, my friend? Why? What's the matter? Why feeling bored and lonely? Look! Look at me! I am always happy! The only reason I can tell you it's because I listen to CNT Radio. All the best shows you can think of. The Melting Pot. The Cosmopolitan Culture Club. And the Songbank. There are also many more new shows to come. Please make sure to visit her website at http colon slash slash com slash hyphen radio. Oh, now I can hear you more cheerful. CNT Radio. Making your day brighter, one song at a time. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout outs of the week to podcasts like this one, and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bill. Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Looking for conversations on books and more, as well as tutorials on using your favorite devices and applications? You've come to the right place. Join us weekly on Spicy Techie, where Ali, Makara, and Sienna provide insightful conversations as well as useful tips and tricks to help you along on your technological journey. To learn more, tune in to the show and like the Spicy Techie Facebook page. Search for Spicy Techie.
It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That is our introduction to this program's three stars. And of course, we use it for all of our hockey content. And it couldn't have been said better because the three stars are now. So let me just go over the officials right, right, off the, right off the cup of this middle segment. Your Lions person were Eric, sorry, Aaron Zach, who were the number 60, Sophie Thomas Thompson, Crystal NSL, and your referees were Krista NSL. And of course, my apologies if, if I pronounced this name wrong. Diana Latriers. Liafers. My apologies if I pronounce this name wrong. But again, apologies if I pronounce anyone's name wrong. So hopefully I'm saying things right. Well, the game in Pittsburgh is over and it looks like the Penguins fell short. Of the Panthers. Not a good start. Well, actually, it was a good start, but not a good ending. Thomas has you covered for all of that. On Penguins postgame. I'll be back with you guys for Penguins postgame when the Penguins take on. the Montreal Canadiens tomorrow. All right. With that all being said and the line and the referees and linesmen out of the way. Time to get to your three stars and we got to start with your third star obviously. But wouldn't you know it? The goaltenders that we saw On January 1st. And then I think. In the game on. January 5th. But Corrine Schrouder. And Kristen Campbell. Wouldn't you know it. They are your third and second star of the game. But honestly, I feel like they deserve it. I really do. Okay, yeah. Corrine was tested a little bit more than Kristen was this time. But 
they still put up a fight. They still put up one heck of a fight. Corrine Schrouder is your third star with 30 shots faced, 28 saves, and a total ice time of 57 minutes and 52 seconds. She is number 30 on New York. On PWHL Toronto, there are two stars for Toronto. And your first star, as known as your second star, number 50, goaltender, Kristen Campbell, made eight, 19 saves on 19 shots, played the whole 60 minutes. And I gotta say, Kristen, Kristen Campbell was actually pretty good. She was actually really, really good this game. Really, really good. Much better than the last game that she played. Oh, by the way, did I forget to mention that actually, never mind. Not really a time to do that. I was going to say that uh, the new, the neutral zone was talking about the PWHL Women's Hockey League. And you know what? I mean, uh, I'm going to talk about it anyways. Um, I actually don't have a favorite PWHL hockey team. But I'm in it to cover the games that we can get to. I'm in it to cover the games that we can get on to. And by the way, it is such a great league to cover. It's a great league to cover. A really great league to cover. And I cannot thank those involved for, I cannot. I cannot express the gratitude I feel for this pro area of women's sports. Like, like, pat yourselves on the back, everybody involved in the PWHL. Pat yourselves on the back. Like, this, this is just, it's just, it's just too good. It's just too good. That's all I really got to say about that. It's just too good. Just too good. Anywho, your first star of the game is Natalie Spooner. And why not? The girl got two goals. Didn't have an assist, but she got two goals and they're the only ones that matter. She got two goals and those are the only goals that matter, but her uh her goal early on her girl early on her goal early on in the second period was the game winner but that's not to say that her counterpart 
as well as New York teams did uh players rather they didn't do too they didn't do too too bad okay yeah nobody connected on another power play um actually maybe they did maybe they did maybe they did Maybe Toronto did. I see that they have a one for three where it comes to their power play. And yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. So. I don't I don't know if this was the goal. By Natalie Spooner. As her second one. Her second goal. Probably was. Because I don't think it was the second. I don't think it was the first goal. Uh, I didn't see. When you look at the statue. I didn't see if it was a power play goal. But apparently there was. A PP goal. Oh, maybe. Maybe it was the second goal. I'm going to have to go back and watch the game just to make sure. Maybe I'll do that after we're done here. Regardless, those are your three stars. And now, to the power play and penalty minutes portion of the program as part of our game stats <clears throat> but we'll begin with the shots on goal per period Toronto led 9 to 6 after the first 20 minutes then they got 14 more and led the shot totals in the second period, 14 to 4. A little juicy there between teams. But Toronto outshoots New York 30 to 19 with their final tally. Seven shots on goal in the third period. Seven shots on goal in the third period for Toronto. A little juicy in the third period, but New York, New York actually won the third period shots on goal category nine to seven. But they didn't exactly win the shots on goal in total. Your final tally, 19 shots for New York. 30. Shots on goal for Toronto. 
So Toronto outshot New York 30 to 19. The power play goes one for three on the power play. They had four men in and spent eight minutes in the penalty box for six points. Uh, no points for New York, but they had three men in and only spent six minutes in the penalty box. Toronto's power play, penalty kill rather, four for four, a perfect four for four. With no jailbreak goals. Not in this one, but that's okay. And New York's power play. Oi. Oi. O for four. Zero for four. That that's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. Well, I guess you had a feeling a shutout was coming if you weren't going to say that. Because you know what? When you say, when you say the word shutout during the game, something's going to happen. If anybody was thinking the word shutout, well, I'm glad you might have waited until the end of the game. Because those two teams you see behind me, one, one, got the shutout this time around. The other got the shutout a couple of days ago. And it was the first ever shutout in PWHL history. That belonged to the girl who ended up on the losing end of this game, Corrine Schrouder. Well, I mean, not too shabby. Not too shabby for Corrine. Corrine Schrouder, not too, not too, not too shabby for you. And if I pronounce your last name wrong, my apology, my apologies. I'm sure I'll get it right as we go along. But with our game stats and three stars out of the way. Time to pick out our play of the game. And I mean, in terms of goals. In terms of goals. There's only two choices, but they're all by the same player. I gotta go to the I gotta go to the first goal scored by Natalie Spooner. It was a beautiful shot by Natalie. And I honestly, you know what? I mean, when this goal went in, I thought to myself, how was she able to blank Corrine Schroeder 
How was she able to do that? I kept thinking. And then I'm watching and then I'm watching as the play replay goes on and I'm like, "Oh. That's how she did it." Regardless, my play of the game belongs to Natalie Spooner. And the first goal she scored, which is her fourth goal of the season. She's now got five goals on the season with two tonight. And they were the difference in Toronto's first ever home win against New York. Lots more action to come. But for right now, as we bring you to the shake of the game introduction, which is our player of the game introduction, it is our stars of the game time. And we'll do that atop. Our final segment. Because we're going to leave some room for the closing segment. Where we'll talk final thoughts and so much more. Don't go anywhere. PWHL Recap is back right after this. Toronto wins it 2-0 over New York. And we're back to more PWHL recap right after this. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams... Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches, where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page, search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. What a busy traffic on this Friday evening. I am almost stuck in this traffic for the last 40 minutes. And there is no way, I think, for me to get to the show. The Sienna T Radio Song Bank. Which is going to start very shortly. 
it's one of my favorite shows. And my, my, what a way to wind down for the weekend. Perfect two hours of fun-filled music. And she has so many great features. Sound of Music, Undercover, Foreign Exchange, Name That Tune, and The Big Wheel that she spins. For who's that, or where are we? We cannot forget about the international stage. I have never come across such a great show in my life! I think I will have to press hard on my accelerator and go as fast as I can to get home in time. Wow! Wow! Look! I made it! I am almost there! Sienna T. Ray, making your day brighter, one song at a time. Dear Hockey, Dear Hockey, Dear Hockey, Today I would like to share my love, my gratitude, and my appreciation. You have always been there for me and those who have come before me. Side by side, we have had so many emotional moments. Now memories that are ingrained into my forever. You have helped me grow, learn, persevere. You have believed in me, supported me, and elevated me. My 24-7, my 365, and now my future. And now my future. And now my future. I'm excited about what comes next. I know they will be unbelievable, unimaginable, and the unexplainable. But I promise to be strong, powerful, and be an ambassador of all your good. You have only ever given. And now it is my turn to give back. I am here to amplify. I'm here to unify. I am here to exemplify dreams for every little girl across the globe. Hockey is for everyone. All my love, forever, always. There you go. There you go. Welcome back to PWHL Recap. Every time I listen to this music and the way these players have talked about going about, you know, who they're going to be with when they're playing in the Professional Women's Hockey League. Every time I listen to it, I just get the feeling this is going to grow. This is going to grow. This league is going to grow. I just, I don't know what it is, but I just get the feeling this league is going to grow. So with that being said, let's not waste any time here. And let's get to the stars of the game. Brought to us by our inspired segment, The Shake of the Game. As we begin, the player of the game segment here on PWHL Recap. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, 
despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout and keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. And of course, my name is Scott McGregor, and that is the Milkshake Factory ad inspiration which is the official milkshake of the Pittsburgh Penguins. But of course, the reason why the player of the game was inspired to become the shake of the game during that program we do on Penguins post game was because every time I kind of listened to that ad, I said to myself, well, how about this for a player of the game? Let's give out a shake of the game. And we're going to do that during every men's hockey game that we uh, cover for Penguin, for Pittsburgh Penguin hockey. What did the Penguins get a shake or not? Hmm. I should say, what did Penguins fans get a shake or not? With that being said, I actually should remind you, Jake Shakes are half off tomorrow at the Milkshake Factory because Jake Gensel scored one of the goals in the Penguins' loss to the Panthers. Thomas will have you covered on that and I will cover that again a little bit on our post game show for Canadians and Penguins more on that as this final segment progresses into the closing segment but right now it's time to not waste any time and get into our stars of the game, courtesy of the Shake of the Game introduction. Our stars of the game for the PWHL recap are courtesy of that introduction that kicks us off. And for tonight, we're going to give out two to each team. The first one, the first team, I should say, to get a stars of the game look is going to go on PWHL New York side. And I feel like, despite everything that went down, who could not, who could not give Jesse Eldridge, Eldridge, a star of the game. I felt like she played pretty well. 
She had five shots on goal in this game. Yeah, none of them went in. No assists. Uh, no penalty minutes. That's good news for her. But unfortunately, no plus minus either. That's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Second star of the game. I got to give it to Corrine Schrouder. Because, I mean, Corrine, you gave up two goals, but you made 28 stops on 30 saves, two of which went in for the 57 minutes and 52 seconds. It's, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But you know what? That being said, let's give a runner-up to the captain, Micah, Mika, yeah, Micah Hart Zidane, Zidane. Uh, no plus minus, no assist, no penalty minus, no shots on, uh, no assist, excuse me. One shot on goal. That's fine. You get at least one, at least one shot on goal. And if I pronounced your name wrong, my, my sincerest, sincerest apologies. I'm learning as we go. For Toronto, we gave out three stars of the game for New York in our player of the game segment called the stars of the game. And of course, we're going to do the same here now for Toronto. So how about Renata Fast? Four shots on goal, and none of them go in. No assists, no no penalty minutes. And no plus minus, but you, you, you were trying to put that puck in the net. Unfortunately, it wasn't going. And then we're going to give you, we're going to give you a, we're going to give you a star of the game, Natalie Spooner in just a second. But how about Soupy? How about Soupy? Kristen Campbell. 19 saves on 19 shots. How about how about that for Soupy? Kristen Campbell. That that felt like a more good performance than I than one I've ever seen in PWHL hockey that I've watched. And I have watched a couple of hockey games in the PWHL this inaugural season. Oh, by the way, we'll get to this in a second, but Toronto and Montreal are coming to Toronto, and I mean the home of the Toronto Maple Leafs, 
for, get this, the battle on Bay Street. <laughs> uh, this is the, as you can see here, uh, obviously this might not go on YouTube, but if it does, as you can see behind me, that is the Scotiabank Arena before anything happens, or I guess when play isn't happening. I know Sambonis, but that's fine. Don't need them. Well, you do need them to clean the ice, but all things aside, the battle on Bay Street is part of the Toronto home schedule. This game originally scheduled to be played in originally scheduled to be played in yes, I said in this game was originally scheduled to be played in the Madame Athletic Center, where this game took place. And honestly, it was also on the 16th. It will be presented to you by Coca-Cola. We are not brought to you by any sponsors yet, but we might. Be looking for some sponsors down the road as we run this podcast. This reignites a Canadian rivalry on Friday, February 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Tickets will go on sale on the Thursday, February 1st, 2024. And let me just say this. I am actually really, really excited about this game. Will it be on PWHL Recap? Maybe. You're just going to have to wait and find out. Speaking of PWHL Recap, and when the next recap will be, PWHL Recap, when the next one will be, Let's wrap up our stars of the game so that we can get to that. And Kristen Campbell and of course Renata Fast, Micah Hart, Zidane, Jesse Aldridge, and Corrine Schrouder. are your stars of the game for PWHI New York, Renata Fast, Kristen Campbell, and Natalie Spooner are your recipients for the stars of the game for Toronto. Natalie Spooner, I feel like she really 
really deserves it. I mean, look, she got two goals. She got two goals. And they're the only goals that matter. <laughs> because the game ends 2-0. to zero. So, the only goals in this game that matter are all by Natalie Spooner. But it's a team effort. It's a team effort, a team win, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. All right. Real quick here, before we take a look at the upcoming action for PWHL, our next PWHL recap will be when Toronto takes on Boston in February. That will be on Wednesday, February 14th. And we may get this out to you on Thursday, so make sure you stay tuned for when it will be coming out. But the recording most likely will, most likely will be happening on Wednesday. It could happen on Thursday. More on that in just a second. Speaking of the upcoming games, still to come in January, we've got games between Ottawa and Montreal on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. Eastern, we've got Minnesota taking on Boston. And last time Boston and Minnesota met in Boston, Minnesota took them down 3-2. to two. Will we see a sweet little taste of revenge in the same area? We're just going to have to wait and see. Minnesota will follow that up after their 4 p.m. Eastern time start on Saturday, January 27th, with a Sunday, January 28th, 1 p.m. Eastern puck drop at Total Mortgage Arena as they take on New York. The team that just played Toronto tonight. So New York will have a little bit of a breather before they play Minnesota at Total Mortgage Arena on Sunday, January 28, 2024. Speaking of February, and not exactly going into the ones that we will be going into the one that we will be covering, but the early slate of February. Begins with February 3rd, Toronto and Minnesota at the Matame Athletic Center at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by a doubleheader Sunday, February 4th, when New York and Ottawa go to battle at TD Place, and then from the Tasonga Center, unless it gets changed. Unless it gets changed from the Tosonga Center, unless it gets changed, 
it is going to be Boston hosting Toronto. Sorry, hosting Montreal on Sunday in the second of the doubleheader at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time at the Tosonga Center. Then Toronto will play Boston at Tosonga Center. We'll have that one for you on February 14th on PWHL Recap. On Sports for Beginners right here. And that's part of a doubleheader that we'll see at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time. Minnesota hosts Ottawa at the XL Energy Center. Then Friday, February 16th. Montreal and Toronto will go head-to-head from the home of the Maple Leaf Scotia Bank Arena in downtown Toronto. That's going to be a good one. I'm excited for that one, actually. I really am. We'll wrap up with Saturday's doubleheader, which features Ottawa and Minnesota going to battle at TD Place at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by 4 p.m. Eastern Time, Boston and New York doing battle at Tsonga Center on Saturday, February 17th. Sunday, February 18th, Montreal. Host Minnesota from Place Bell Arena. Maybe, maybe I should say, I don't know. Maybe it's the Bell Center. I don't know. The point is, it's at Place Bell and it's Minnesota and Montreal, 1 p.m. Eastern on February 18th. And into February 19th, and then so on. February 19th, well, that's the game that should have went down in January, but due to travel conditions and weather, it postponed the game. So Ottawa and Montreal and Boston, excuse me, will meet. On Monday, February 19th at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Before they do it all again. And I mean do it all again. On Wednesday, February 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern. Followed with at UBS Arena. New York hosting Montreal. And then the rest of the pretty much the rest of the the rest of it is pretty much history. Because by the time we record another weekly in sports show at the end of the month in February, let's just say this. 
the games in February, unless things change down the stretch, the game in February will, the games in February will be completed by the time we talk to you next on Weekly in Sports. Speaking of which, that's what we can expect going forward into into February. And I also want to let everyone know that the game on February 27th doesn't have a time yet. It's to be determined. It is Minnesota taking on Toronto. Could likely be a central time start and in a different time in the east. But whatever, but whatever the case is, whatever the case is, let's continue to stay focused on where we are right now. So with the player of the game out of the way, with the game stats out of the way, With the stars of the game out of the way, which is in the opening uh, of this final segment, we have one more thing to do before we get to our final thoughts. After a quick 30-second break, and then that pretty much wraps it up. And the thing we're going to get to here in the final segment is... It's time for the game pucks of the game. And we're going to do one game puck of the game for each team. And I thought, let's give it to the goaltenders. Because I feel like the goaltenders, throughout the first period, and then, I mean, obviously, Kareem Schrouder probably wants the second and third period back because... She let in goals. She let in goals. But anyways, there's time for her to get back to the goalie stopper that she was back on New Year's Day. But in all seriousness, in all seriousness, Corrine and Kristen Campbell are your Game Puck of the Game recipients for this game. Once again, your head coaches, Troy Ryan and Howie Draper. Howie, if I pronounce your last name wrong, my sincerest, sincerest apologies. And the head coach again of the of Toronto is Troy Ryan. But Howie again, I if I pronounce your name wrong, my son Cirrus, and I mean son Cirrus. 
apologies. If I pronounce any coach's name wrong, my sincerest, sincerest apologies as well. The big new, the big, the big stuff, the big stuff is pretty much out of the way. But if you want to check out stats and standings, go to the pwhl.com slash en slash stats slash standings. And right now with 17 games remaining and seven games played. Montreal is the leader right now with three wins, one overtime, one overtime win. One overtime loss, one shootout loss. And one loss. So it looks like Toronto, despite the fact that they've played eight games and have won two games in regulation, one one game in a shootout, lost five games and have eight points. They also don't have an overtime win. Or an overtime loss. They remain at the bottom of the league at six. New York, meanwhile. They drop to five as Ottawa moves ahead of them. They have 17 games remaining. Having played seven. So it looks like Toronto, despite where they are right now in the league, doesn't have too many games more to play. But that's to be expected in a 74-game season that is actually a 24-game season. All right. So the game pucks of the game are out of the way. And that pretty much brings us to our 30-second break. We'll come back on the other side. And we'll set the scene for Canadians versus Penguins, as well as for PWHL fans. We'll set the scene for Boston and Toronto. Coming up in February, on Wednesday, February 14th, and we'll get to some podcast news.
my final thoughts, podcast news, and our sign-off is coming up as we get ready to send you out to Penguins postgame for Thomas McGregor, who will be in the studio for that recap. And he's recapping the Florida Panthers 3-2 win over the Penguins. I'm told there's a chance we'll hear from head coaches. Stick around to that program to find out. But make sure if you check that program out before you check this one out, make sure You come on back for this program. Speaking of coming right back, we're coming right back to you right after 30 seconds. And with that, we'll take a word from Take Another Look and be right back. Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. My thanks to Sean Pickard for bringing us that wonderful ad promo for Take Another Look. If I'm not mistaken, they return to the air on this past Wednesday, Wednesday, January 24th, 2024, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And that is when you can catch, take another look, every time it's on Voices for Ability Radio. It's all abilities all the time on Voices for Ability Radio and they have so many great programming. They have so many great program shows for you. So many great programming shows. So many great shows to choose from including one of my personal favorites that I try to make time for, especially on Mondays. And I've heard from the host that they'll be back in February. And that's the Paranormal Zone, which you can catch every Monday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern on Voices for Ability Radio. But enough about that. Speaking of announcements, though, as we were talking about it, let's get into some podcast news, courtesy of the website, Sports for beginners, zero dot wordpress dot com. 
Now, just to be clear here, I have not, I have updated a couple, I have updated the schedule here, but just to be clear, what you see right now includes this show right here, the following Penguin Post Game shows, and dun 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 dun, we're not done with football just yet. Thomas McGregor will have you covered pre and post game. Pre and post game for Ravens, Chiefs, and Lions Niners. That's going to be, those are going to be good ones. Would I have appreciated it if Buffalo was against the Ravens? Or if they were against the Texans? Absolutely. Because Buffalo would have defeated the Chiefs finally. But unfortunately, didn't happen. So here you go. I'll be back with you in the studio for Penguins. Post-game, Penguins and Canadians. Our first show of 2024 for Weekly in Sports and our ninth program. Our ninth program of that show. It will be hit. It will be hitting the... It will be hitting YouTube when we get into February. And maybe around the end of this month of January. So maybe a little earlier, but the show is out on the airwaves right now, so you can go ahead and check it out. Wasn't I wasn't intending the show to be two hours, let alone three hours, which is what the final runtime ended up being. But the good news, but the good news for YouTubers, you get the videos. You don't have to worry about two hours, one hour. You don't have to worry about it. If you watch it on audio, by all means, please go have a listen. And if it's too long for you, don't worry about it. Take your time. It's something that we're working on here at Sports for Beginners and Weekly in Sports. Of course, you can see here on our schedule, you can see Friday, January 26th, which is today. Yours truly, Scott McGregor, is hosting PWHL Recap, New York and Toronto. And Thomas, who we will be sending you over to, is taking the reins for game 45 of 82 for the Penguins and broadcast 45 of 82 for the Penguins on Penguins post game. But 
Why do we have some news for you? Well, hey, Leafs Nation. You're going to love this, Toronto Maple Leaf Nation. He was the co-host alongside Gord Stellick on Sportsnet 590, the fan, for Leafs Nation pre- and post-game. And now, he is on, yes, he is on, the fan morning show, which is a great show, mind you. But unfortunately, I've had times where I've had to get used to how long the shows are. And also, he's stepping in for Alish Forfar and Justin Cutbert. But don't worry, Alish and Justin are able to be reached on a new kind of program we call the Fan Pregame. Check it out wherever you listen to your favorite podcast if you're unable to make the live show. And listen to both of these shows on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Start your day with Ben Ennis and Brent Gunning. Brent will be popping into the studio for the first episode of season three. After our three episode season three premiere event closes up on Friday, February 9th, 2024. There will be no guest on the show, but might change. But our first ever guest, as it stands right now, will be Brent Gunning, host of, co-host, I should say, of Leafs Nation pre and post game. And now, one of the hosts of the Sportsnet 590 The Fan weekly morning show, weekdays from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. The Fan Morning Show. Brent is also into golf, so we might talk a little golf. And Penguins fans, we might talk a little Pittsburgh Penguins with Brent. That episode is Friday, February 16th, 2024. So make sure to mark your calendar. 
Will that be out on February 16th, 2024? Perhaps. It may be. But stay tuned to find out. Because shortly after the interview, I will be... After the interview with uh, Brent Gunning and after the show, I will be on the email address, sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. Sending out an email, letting you guys know whether it's up or it will be up and when it will be up. One thing I can assure you, the Friday show that will put an end to our three episode Season 3 premiere event. That will be out. No later than Sunday. February 11th. 2024. Oh and by the way. February is the month of Black History Month. But it is also. The month of Valentine's Day. And so, given the fact that we are covering as many Penguin games as we can, Thomas is going to jump in for another edition of Penguins and Panthers on Penguins postgame. For the Valentine's Day program. More on that another time. All right. Podcast content news and announcements are out of the way. So let's get down to it. Because it's time to wrap this up. All in all, I feel like it was a great game by both teams. Obviously. Kristen played a little bit better than than Corrine. Kristen Campbell played a little bit better than Corrine Schrouder. But remember, this is only the inaugural season. And yes, I know, playoffs are in May. But there's still a lot of hockey to be played in this 24-game season with 24 home games, and 24 road games. But I know the playoffs are in May. But there's so much we got to get to before that. And it starts with getting into February, March, and then April. And then we'll get to, okay, now it's go time. But for right now, we've only just begun. <clears throat> so with that being said, Toronto wins it 2-0 on Friday, January 26, 2024 at the Manime Athletic Center. In a game that started at 7.08 p.m. Eastern Time 
and finished at 9.25 p.m. Eastern Time and took two hours, 17 minutes to complete in front of 2,506... Oh, maybe I've been reading that wrong. Oops, my bad. 25,606 fans in attendance, I should say. You know what? Check out the game. Check check out the game uh, recap because I'm pretty sure those will be posted eventually. Uh, to double check the exact attendance, we're gonna do that right now just to make sure we got things correct. And if you want all things considered here on the. If you think if you want things all if you want things considered here on like all things considered on the news and all that stuff, then you know where to go. So when that is made available, go check that out for attendance record. And in the meantime on PWHR recap. Well, uh, we'll keep it to just our final thoughts at this point in time. So with that being said, Toronto wins it at the Madame AF Flag Center. 2-0 to zero the final score. And they take things down on a beautiful day. A beautiful night, I should say, for hockey. And boy, oh boy. Did it ever feel good. Did it ever feel good to get this W if you're Toronto? You get to do it against a team that beat you in the first game. Of this entire season. After you defeated them. And spoiled their home opener. Just like they did to you. So with that being said. Thank you guys so much for watching. Slash listening. Please rate us, review us. It, it should only take you maybe two minutes, maybe five minutes or so. Five minutes or less. To do so, it shouldn't take you more than five minutes. A rating is definitely appreciated. Uh, leave us a comment if this does go on YouTube. Like like the video if you really if you liked it. Subscribe to the Weekly in Sports YouTube channel, which will also have things like this on it. given we get permission to do so from whoever we have on. And of course, subscribe to the podcast so that it drops into your favorite podcatcher, wherever that may be, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or wherever you can find us. And you don't have to go. And the best part about that is you don't have to keep going. You don't have to go looking for it. 
once you're subscribed to the podcast, you don't have to go looking for it every day. No matter how long the show is. So once again, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Whether you're in Thailand, in Bangkok, uh, whether you're in any other part of the world, whether you're in Canada, in any part of this, in any part of Ontario, or any part of any part of Canada, and of course, whether you are in any part of the United States, we really, really appreciate you joining us on here. Toronto wins it three to two. No, sorry, two to zero. Excuse me. And they'll be looking forward to more games as the schedule goes on. Their next game. Saturday, February 3rd, against Minnesota, from the same place they played today. At the Maname Athletic Center. Let me try that again. At the Maname... At the Matt Amy Athletic Center. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that sounds a little bit more up to part there. Regardless, this has been a presentation of the PWHL recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And as we always remind you, on any show we do on Sports for Beginners, it is always never Goodbye. It is always until next time. Penguins and cats coming up on Sports for Beginners as we send you over to Penguins post game. And of course, don't forget, Penguin fans, I'll be with you for Penguins and Canadians. On Saturday, Pens and Canadians coming up. But first, Thomas has you covered for Pens and Cats. Pens and the Pens and Panthers coming up next on Sports for Beginners. Right after our outro music and message. And a word from our local station. You've been what you've been listening to PWHL recap, and we'll be back with you Wednesday, February 14th, 2024, for Toronto and Boston. Until then, girl power rules. And as I said before. We remind you that it is never goodbye. It is until next time. We'll talk to you in February. When Toronto plays Boston. See you around.
and Girl Power Rules. Thank you so much for listening to Sports for Beginners. If you would like to learn more about the show, you can visit the podcast Facebook page or visit the official website. You can also send us an email at sportsforbeginnerspodcast8231 at gmail.com. As we always remind you, it is not goodbye, it is until next time.